Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Freddy's World. Got my guy in here, Mr. Don Chi. Yeah, yeah. How's everything going? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going good. It's going good, brother. Yeah, so let everybody know about the album you got coming out, where you're from, how'd you get into the music. Let's get it on, man. Yeah, yeah. Proof is out. They can check that out visually. You know, that's I, I put it on the tube. I felt that um, that World Star thing is too good for that. You know, but I'm um let it out for the people to the masses. Put it on YouTube. It's from Chasing Finding Fortunes. Chasing Finding Fortunes is out now. Spotify, whatever music app you have, check it out. You know, Chasing Finding Fortunes is out right there. Follow me on IG, Don Chi Official too. You know, that's that's what it is right now. Yeah. So, who is your inspirations to get into hip hop, man? I mean, yeah. Overall inspiration, um. Pac is all the way at the top of the list, so he's kind of like the maker of the universe. But everything up under that, you know what I'm saying? AZ, you know, um, Hove, some Jeezy, you know, um, and that's that's pretty much UGK, you know, Pimp C, you know, the Bay, couple of Bay Cats, even rapping Forte, man. I mean, I, I fucks with shit like that, you know. So you know them them type of cats like that, you know. Chicago, you know, most definitely, you know, do or die, you know, that laid back type of a lot of laid back music, you know, so that what inspired me to, to my, that's my inspiration. Okay. Like well, before we touch further, I just want to kind of get into the elephant in the room, man. Yeah. Bill Cosby's out. <laughs> Bill Cosby's out. Here's my take on it. Um, I'm not a Bill Cosby fan, but. The shit like that in the 60s and 70s, first of all, any of those women would have fucked Bill Cosby, regardless. Back in those times, people were partying with quaaludes and cocaine and mm-hmm. putting shit in the drinks. I'm not saying what he did was right. That, that was fucked up. But my thing is, he did do that shit, but it was beyond 30 years ago. Like, I was born in 1979, and I'd be damned if somebody tried to take me to trial or bring up some shit I did in 1985. You feel me? So what's your take on it, man? Because we all grew up watching the Cosby show. That that TV was on in every black household in America and some white household. Yeah, yeah, all the white households. Yes. It was there because they wanted a part of that black experience. So uh, me personally, you know, leave Bill alone. That's how I feel about it. Cosby show. I wasn't a fan. It's like, hey, my sisters and brothers, they love that shit. I got a brother that can personate Bill Cosby like crazy. Me, um, I, I didn't really too much like Cosby's show, but as far as his situation, leave him alone. <laughs> That's why I say I'm glad he out. And like I say, always said, you know, he need to do something with Netflix. Come out with a whole show with Netflix. You know what I mean? Even life after prison, Bill Cosby, whatever. You know what I mean? Some another Cosby show, whatever. Netflix, pick it up. He got to re-up his money that he lost fucking around with all them other people and shit. That's how I feel about the situation. And I also kind of feel because in the black community, we're the first to cancel each other out, man. It's, it's quick. We're can, we'll cancel anybody, especially another black man, which I, I'm not going to do. I said I'm not going to do a 2021 or have any beats with black, any other person of color, black, Latino, whatever. But um, my thing is, Felicia Rashad, she supported Bill Cosby on Twitter. And um, she it was she got backlash from students at Howard and everything. And let's let's keep it real. Bill Cosby was always advertising for the black colleges. Exactly. 
He came up with the show, A Different World, that showed black kids going to black colleges. He wore the sweatshirts all on the shirt. And if some of these black colleges want to turn their back on him, it's like, well, what he did was fucked up, but he put money in y'all pocket. He was the one donating, giving you guys the money to support the black colleges. So if you guys go ostracize them, won't y'all give them back the money? Mm-hmm. Every dollar back. That's how I feel. Just run all my bread back. You know, that's, that's exactly what it should be, you know, because it was like nobody nobody cared then about what was going on, even with the other, you know, actors or, you know, entertainers that was doing whatever that they were doing back then. So now it's like somebody's working the number behind to try to, like, ostracize everybody, you know, so by them come for Bill Cosby, run them his bread back, run them his bread back and be completely done with them. That's how I feel about it. But don't don't get me wrong. We're not here saying we're fans of Bill Cosby because also Bill Cosby was one of the biggest haters, especially to black comedians yeah, as well. But like he did not like the Richard Pryors, the Eddie Murphy. He actually wrote HBO to try to get Def Comedy Jam taken off. Mm-hmm. And Def Comedy Jam gave us stars like Bernie Mac, Cedric Entertainer, yeah, yeah. Chris Tucker, mm-hmm. Chris Rock, even though Chris Rock was on Saturday Night Live. But right. yeah, but that's just the point. Like he was also a big hater when it came to black audience and well, black comedians as well. So at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'll be damned if somebody's going to bring up something I did in 1985, <laughs> and I'm and I'm damn near, and I'm 40. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot behind that that I'm still not, like, knowing about because I've heard some things, you know, through, like, the little pipelines or whatever that he was trying to get his money up, you know, to get to purchase NBC, you know, that Tyler Perry and Oprah together couldn't even come up with it so by him was finna do it through his little channels you know i think from that point on that was started all that you know so it's like is as hard as they went for the gun to get him convicted do the same thing to their former president do the same if they ain't do it for him then shit leave bill Cosby alone leave him alone shit i don't i don't care about dude but it's like don't sabotage the bag let him do him you know this 2021 yeah and he gave us good program because to me the shit the Cosby show is always going to be top five yeah, in my book for shows. Yes. Which, different world and you know what I mean? Yes. And that show was in every household in American Native. I know it was in my household because yeah. at that time, we didn't see too many black families on TV. And he was one of the first to have black man, black wife. And they both were working, raising kids. Usually in those shows, the mom, the black mom would stay at home and the dad, the dad was out making bread. But this was the first show you saw both working parents, exactly. you know, middle class. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so I just wanted to touch on that real quick. So let's jump back into your career and everything. Let us know about the album. When is it coming out? And what was the inspiration behind it? The inspiration behind Chasing Final Fortunes was, um, <clears throat> it was pretty much like, me going like all in with the music, you know, I was, I did the, my own fan thing, but I was also, you know, doing homework or whatever. So now that I'm done, just graduated with the masters, you know, so I'm like, okay. So I figured that Chasing Final Fortunes as far as for me to do my assignment for things that I want to like accomplish in life, you know, everything is this Final Fortunes, the music, you know, it had to be certain channels. I'm not going to kiss nobody else to get to A, B, or C. You know, so it's a lot that's going on with the gatekeepers that will stop that. You know, but the inspiration behind Chasing Found the Fortress was the struggle. I just trusted my struggle 
you know, and everybody that was like, oh, you know, things about Don Chief, this and that and that and this, I just stayed in my lane and did what I did. And now my lane is like the Autobahn. It's a whole fucking expressway. It's like Atlanta Expressway. That's how my lanes are, you know? So that's, that's that. And um, besides the other um, artists that I named previously, that was my inspiration. You know, I use that because I compare my, my music to other people that's already done it. Certain things, you know what I'm saying? Throne, Throne was an inspiration. You know, what inspired me for Throne was Pac, Pac hit him up and all that other stuff. And um, um, Fat Joe's um, intro on All or Nothing album, Jay-Z's Dynasty, Nine Lives from um, AZ, his intro. So that what inspired me to do that, to come up with Throne. And Proof is like, Proof is just killing them. That's another shout out to Pimp C, you know what I mean, on that laid back smooth tip. You know, so Curry Flow, that's that's with my um, Jamaican artists down there and real life Jamaica, not nobody playing a Jamaican. She's um down there in Jamaica. I'm trying to get y'all the visual for proof. That'll be in Miami. You know, it's with this COVID, I don't trust going down there to Jamaica. So it's like I'm I'm gonna do that in Miami, you know, if that, you know, takes hold. So everything is everything is nice. It's doing good. Check that out. It's on Spotify. You know, everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, you know the normal things. Follow me on IG, Don Chi Official 2. Follow me on IG. And also, I want to give you props because I have listened to this song, Proof, and it, I love the intro because it reminds me of the 90s hip-hop vibe, you know, just good ride music. 90s hip-hop is always going to be my jam, you know, yeah. but this just good ride music, and I'm looking at the views on YouTube, and you premiered this on the 29th, which is not too that long ago. But you already got like 39,680 views, man. So props to that. And props for you for getting your masters, my brother. And I just want to just let you know, you you also listen. Not only are you listening to Freddy's World but when, and with my guest, Don Chi, but you're listening to two brothers that are sober. I'm five months in. You said you was 11 years? 11 years. Yeah, so props to both of us keeping sobriety going. How's that have made a difference, like in your life, have like the results and uh, that as far as like that was kind of like I stumbled, you know, as far as like with the music and and that. So it was like, how can I fit in the music? I'm mean, as far as like doing life sobriety, being sober, that was easy, but I had to figure out how to incorporate the struggle and know how to fully articulate myself correctly with the music and the sobriety to where as far as to where it's like everything that i'm all my music is retrospectively it's like i'm just giving everybody you know what i'm saying my introverted thoughts that i'm expressing extrovertedly and reflectively you know retrospectively that's how i'm gonna hit it like that i'm gonna hit y'all like that so it's kind of like everything has already happened but you're seeing everything now but this is already past this is past tense but it's relative to today okay well um with me i always like to talk about how sobriety has changed my life like i said i noticed my skin is a lot clearer a lot clearer. i look a lot younger <laughs> i'm not gonna lie um, yeah. i shed some pounds as well you know i lost That's some weight good. and it was probably one of the best decisions i ever made so i'm always go share my sobriety on any platform you know mm -hmm. it was a great decision for me i'm not and i know my situation with me getting sober everybody's role is different yeah, with me, like I stated numerous times that I just stopped on my own. I made it this I looked in the mirror, made a decision like 
I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I know um, there are some people out there that are still struggling with it. So if there's anybody struggling, feel free to reach out. You always reach out to me. There's programs out there for you. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to touch on that because it's it's, it's positive, especially when the listeners listen to two African-Americans that are both doing pretty well. And um, well, you're doing hella well. I mean, (laughs) but um, yeah, I said hella. But it's like just hearing, listening to two brothers that are sober for yeah. me for five months and you for eleven years. Yeah, we gotta we gotta applaud that, you know. And yeah, I feel got to, got to. And it's like with with this, yeah, the skin color. Yeah, you feel a lot more energetic. The everything is the, the food choices is different for me. It's like it's is everything is completely different now. It's like think sober thoughts and see things like that. Not see people that like, be like wasted every just be like, I'll be like, wow, that's like that's how they look. I would have looked like that. But I also tell people if they want to ask, if they want to ask anything as far as like, oh, what's what steps did I take or what made me or different things like that or what tools that they can use to like fight that off as far as like cigarettes. I haven't smoked a cigarette in about 12 years. So if they want to know what trick instead of the the, the, the the gum and the patches, me, I'm like, you know, I had sweet mint or peppermint. Me, I smoked Newport 100, so that's mint-based tobacco. So I knew, you know, I graduated from eating peppermints to, like, I chew gum every now and then. That's my thing. That's it. So I haven't had a cigarette since then, and that's my trick, and it's been working all this time. Yeah, I know with me. Well, before we get before I start, I just want to say shout out to Newport 100 for being in the black community for a damn near 40 plus or a thousand years. Newport 100s. Every black family member smokes one. Your uncle smoked one. But yeah, I know with me, with me, my sobriety, um, I just replaced it with like ginger ale, Gatorade. I drink, I always been a water drinker, so I drink more water now. But that's why I kind of kind of replaced it with. And when I interview somebody, they say they're sober. I like for them to share their story a little bit because yeah. sobriety is a good thing. You know, I mean, I'm speaking from experience. Uh, I feel like I'm a little bit more level-headed thinking and yeah. I just feel like I've been getting a lot of blessings lately, man. And more money in the pocket. Yes. Oh, yes. And more money. Yes. Especially- I, used to drink, I used to drink two half gallons of Hennessy with a fifth of sequence vodka, a 24 pack of MGD and five packs of Newport 100s every single day. Now you ask, how can one afford that? That is none of your business. <laughs> still in all, that used to be every single day. You know, we got Boz Galore that he done sat there through them little spells where we done went through bottles where it was nothing. You know, you yes. come in my little castle. It was bottles, literally big bottles. The biggest bottles is what it was. So it's like that right there is a victory that I was just hiding at my uncle. You know, he's up here from Atlanta visiting. You know, he like, yeah, you really came, you know, a long way. You know, my family still talks about that. They will, I will be dead and gone. They will talk about, man, I remember those bottles, how he used to do. And it's like, I used to sequence vodka mixed with Hennessy straight. You know, chased it with the MGD, and it's like most people I know will be out half a cup, half of a regular cup. They out, they passed out. So that right there is a plus because I know like how I used to like literally like drink. Is that's that's a victory. That right there most definitely is a victory. See, my drink of choice. I was a Crown Royal because <laughs> that's what my daddy drank. That's what my uncles drink. I remember seeing the bottle and the bag, the Crown Royal bags. You use it. Shout out to the Crown Royal bags. Yeah. It's been in the household in the black communities. You know yeah, they. My <laughs> crown, 
It's like those crown royal bags. You can put your put incense, yep. change. <laughs> hey, Freddie, go go in the go in the go in the go in the uh, in the uh, El Dorado and grab that crown royal bag, so we get get some get y'all kids some Dairy Queen, you know. Like, well, yeah, my drink of choice was Crown Royal, you know. And I'm and every other weekend I would buy a bottle, forty bucks a bottle, you know. And but just the non-drinking, going out to eat, like the tab is a lot cheaper. A lot. Like I went to I went to the loop, like with Adam. Shout out to Adam. He's right here recording. Y'all heard Adam on the Real Nigga Roll Call episode. <laughs> Some of my favorites. I got to get him back recording, but. Yeah, I did. We went, and he doesn't drink either, you know. And I, I think he had a burger, and I had like a chicken sandwich. Yeah, and our, and our tab, like my tab was like fifteen dollars, like fifteen twenty dollars. I was like, damn, this sobriety is good. Damn good, man. Damn good, man. Because I be like, I be doing something, and then I'm like, okay, let me go take care of this bill. And then you know the bank, you know online bank, and they take that bread. I'm like, what? The this I'm like, oh, thank God I don't drink no more because that that used to be going on half gallons. Now it's extra money, you know. That's that's a good thing. Yes, no, definitely a good thing. So let's talk about this award that you were up for back in in Cali. What's yeah, coast? Yeah, yeah. That shout out, you know, uh, to ditching them out there. You know, Ben CV. You know, they nominated me for um, artist of the year. Elon, the song Elon, you know, is what got me nominated. You know, uh, shout out DJ VIP. You know, they, he come from All Money In. That's Nipsey Hussle's DJ. You know, he put it in the DJ booth. He got that, you know, in the midst of COVID when people were still doing what they was doing, ignoring all the rules for COVID. It's a lot of hardhead motherfuckers out there. But shout out to all those people that was at those spots <laughs> <laughs> that got that her airline because that is what got me nominated for Artist of the Year. It's going to be, it's only two people. You know, that's a private event. You know, the first day, you know, they do the awards. It's tuxedo and gala dresses. You know, the second day is, you know, tattoo pool, barbecue party. You know, I'm going to give them a chapter one tattoo there. The third day, that's when the other stars, you know, you know, Bishop Don, well, Don Juan going to be there. Lunel, a couple of actors, you know, and who they aren't even telling us about yet that's going to show up. You know, so that's going to be big. You know, that's going to be big. It's three days. I'm there three days. Okay. You know, just chop that up and see what's going on with that. So, yeah, that's going to be dope. Wish you good luck. You deserve it, my man. You know, support Minnesota talent, Don Chi. Yeah, yeah, Don Chi. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Freddy's World YouTube channel is going to come soon. I promise. I've been lazy. I just I just re- like the aspect of the storytelling, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool, but a lot of people are like, man, you should get a YouTube channel, man. I mean, they're to me, they're both different entities. Completely different. Completely different. I, I just love the podcast. You know, I like I said, I got the creative juices flowing again. Um, sorry, I haven't had any episodes in a while. I was focused on my sobriety, you know, and some other stuff that was going on. That confers, that sobriety confers. It's, it's like focusing on that stops every everything else stops, especially if it's like negative or detrimental to one's sobriety as far as like it could be external situations that's out my control or even close situations women relationships all that you know what i mean i ain't just knocking women down but at the end of the day if i'm you know a guy doing something he focuses on the on the path and he he stand there do that do not intercede do not neglect and poison that well let him do what he do and then he come back to you whenever he come back to you that's it that's how i feel about the situation <laughs> man 
So we touched on a lot of topics today. So let's let's have some fun, man. Let's let's have some fun. I don't want to get too deep into everything. Um, but man, what are, what is like some of the hobbies? Like, oh, if just say you on a day off and you just want to chill, not making music, got one of your pretty bitches with you. <laughs> like, man, it's, I don't really do too much, man. That, that's it. It's like I'm, I'm still trying to get the 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 excess stuff from school out of my system. So it's kind of like, I don't really do too much. I go to Loop, though, every now and then. You know, they be jumping. It's, it's, it's a nice environment, nice spot. But it's like me, I'm kind of funny about people eating outside because I don't want, like, hair flannel or bugs or whatever shit like that. So if it, that's pretty much it. Or, you know, just go chill somewhere. One of these 10,000 lakes. That's a whole mantra. 10,000 lakes in the state. 2,000 bags to get. So everywhere that I'm at, I'm always thinking about what's the next move as far as like how to progress and get money. Because I feel that ideas and things can be snatched away if if I don't participate or act upon whatever idea that I come up with. Yeah. Man. Man, that's 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 dope. Um like I said, I don't know if anybody knows, but I just like chilling, man. Just mm-hmm. chilling, having fun, no drama. That is the best. No drama. So um, how do you feel about like the music scene in general? Because I know I had I have homeboys that do, that do music here in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, particular, or St. Paul. Well, not St. Paul. I don't have any homies. I live in St. Paul. So but shout out to everybody in St. Paul. Um, but do you feel like you don't get the hometown love that you got to go elsewhere? Like you say, you are up for a award in Cali. So yeah, none. <laughs> it's like. It's, it's not none. Me, you know what I mean? I, shout out to the Frogtown radio station. You know, so it's like they, they play some of the other stuff from the other joints. You know, but it's like now, it's like, as far as like local radio here in Minneapolis, which always falls on KMOJ. You know, if it's going to be the people station, give it to the people. Let the local people, you know what I'm saying, do what they do. Don't put me in Russian and Flush. Put me in regular rotation. Me, I personally feel my music is way better than any other artists here in Minneapolis, in St. Paul. Everything that I got, as far as like, if y'all want to do radio stuff, billboard stuff, Chasing Found Fortunes has that, you know, so it should be in rotation. But, you know, it's like, I personally feel the gatekeepers, as far as like, you know, the local DJs, you know, when I bring one of them awards back, I'm going to start stating names. Now I'm going to get on my pocket shit. I'm going to start stating names and state who is in the way of the progression, not only for me, but for other artists, too. And it's like, if I can't hit that tune, there's other artists that could. You know what I mean? Boss Galore, shout out Galore. You know what I mean? He going to hit that. He going to hit them wherever, where any aspect that I not hit, beam down there in Atlanta. So it's like, it's all about that's what it is in. I think personally feel like the music scene here in Minnesota, they don't have one. There's no way in the world. Memphis is killing the game right now. Word on the streets. It's like, where's Minnesota? You know, everybody follows Chicago. Everybody follow Atlanta. Everybody follow everywhere else except for where they supposed to be, where they live. Wherever you pay rent or if you own a home, take over where you at first. And if you don't do that first, then everything else is just like it's all for nothing. I kind of feel that because I'm with my podcast, I, I got a nice – core fan base here but my fan base majority of my fans are outside mm-hmm. like i have uh because i use anchor 
and it, I, it shows me who were my listeners. I have exactly. I have more listeners in Chicago, Florida, Texas, mm-hmm. even parts of LA that are vibing with me. And I have some here at home, but it's like, man, I, I wish I could get more love, you know. But that's why I'm gonna give you guys some podcast one on one. I'm just sharing my experience. Social media is gonna be your best friend. Best friend. Like I have no problem putting my podcast episode on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. This is going to be your best marketing tool for your podcast. And if you have like 6,000 friends on Facebook, there you go. Yep. If you're Instagram, you have like 1,500 followers, there you go, or who you Snapchat. So if you think about starting a podcast, I would recommend using the app Anchor, which I use, and promote social media. If you got friends like, man, I'm tired of seeing it, then fuck them. You know, this is your dreams. This is your, this is what you want to do. This is what you're passionate about. And if anybody's that's, if you're passionate about something and somebody's being negative, they just mad because they can't do it. So fuck them. Exactly. Fuck them. We love the haters here on Freddy's world. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And that's the other thing as far as like what you were just saying, because that's what I do. I look at, I look at my um, Spotify for artists or whatnot. And I see what my streams are like. Most of, my fans, you know what I mean? It's like Minneapolis. Where where I'm at, it's like 33 as far as support. Number one, shout out Buffalo, New York. I'm not doing promos. I'm not doing none of that. No free shows. I'm on a mission. They got to run me some bread. But if I do any promo, it's going to be in Buffalo, New York. Whatever it is, they love Don Chi. It's like, it's crazy. 90% of my streams come from there. It's like on all the songs that I have out, they like heavy on there. Most of the people that hit me on the IG from there. So they like, come here, come here. So that's where it's going to be. But I also like what you just touched on as far as like, you know, you see where it comes from. So if you ever do think about doing a live performance anywhere where your most fans at, that's what you that's what you do your um, live podcast. Yeah, because sure. it's going to get bigger. Yes. Yes, and I'm actually thinking about doing a live podcast. Um, so hopefully in the future, that's one of my goals. But we go, we almost running out of time. So any quick shout outs you want to give? Shout out, um, shout out, Freddie's World. You know, first off, you know, for giving me this opportunity to do this. Shout out, Boss Galore. You know, for connecting the dots and making this happen. You know, how uh, being down there in Atlanta. You know, we putting something together. You know, doing that. Again, shout out myself for even having the resilience to 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 continue to strive through this shit, you know. And a big ups to all the haters because no matter what, I'm still gonna keep it moving. And I like to thank y'all. And for the haters out here, if you don't like anything I'm doing, please leave it in the comment section on the YouTube video. Proof, allies, Sinatra flow, or transparency. Leave it anywhere, and you can even hate with other people. Download the stream. <laughs> Chasing Final Fortunes is out. It's everywhere. So it's like, that's what it is. I got to give up to the big up to the people that don't like me and all my supporters elsewhere. You know, my guy Matthias out there in Germany, you know, Ravi out there in Sri Lanka that's really like putting it out there. It's like they just got Spotify out there. And he's like, got me heavy out there, you know? Yep. So shout out to my people down there in Jamaica too that's making it happen. All right. I'm just going to do some quick shout outs. Shout out to my mom. Love you, mom. Even though you don't listen to my podcast because she doesn't know technology. She old school. But just shout out to everybody that's doing something positive. Exactly. Doing something. Po- hey, 
Shout out to the people that's out there trying to make it happen. Even if, if you're not in the struggle, or you're in the struggle, or you got to get some, yeah, you got to do some illegal shit to get to where you got to go. Ain't no hating or holleration over here, man. Just do you and be safe. Thank you guys for tuning in to this new episode of Freddy's World, and we'll be back. Peace.